Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social and economic renewal in our immediate communities and as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. But today we will get into the word right now. Just open your heart and your mind. We would like to get into the word and continue to share concerning the whole, the, the, the thing about faith. Why, why do we keep talking about faith? Because faith is the thing, is the key, is the key that unlocks and receives yeah. the abundances of the grace of God that yeah. he has provided, yeah. right? Yeah. So you can be a believer who knows uh, who knows that God loves you, what, but you live a life that is sort of separated from the, it's different from the life that God yes. has for you because faith hasn't come and is yeah. not growing and is not strengthened. Yeah. So today we want to talk about, I don't even know if, if there's like a clear topic, what would you call what we want to talk about today? Relationship, prayer, presence, faith, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Cover, access. Yes. So many things. So go. Many things. <laughs> no, don't make me. No, don't make sad. you go. All right. Um, so what we're talking about today, the fact that the first scripture that came to mind is Matthew eleven twenty-eight. 28. Come to me, all you who labor. It's 28, 11, right? Or 11, 28. I'm hearing someone saying something different, but I think it's 11, 28. <coughs> to me all you who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest the thing that God requires of the child of God is you come to me Yes, it's, it's him right everything is about Jesus it's all about Jesus that my role as the child of God is to come to him is to come to, come to me if you labor and are heavy laden why would someone tell you to come to them if you're tired and you're burdened it's because they have the capacity to relieve you and to also give you rest. Because the next verse, then right there it says, and I will give you rest. Then it says, take my yoke upon me, yeah, upon you, and learn from me. You cannot learn from someone who you have distance yes, from, right? Yes. You have to be very close to them to learn from him. And for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. This is the thing. Verse 28, when he says, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Mm. I see a picture of an abundant God. Yeah. A God who is abundant in mercy, abundant in peace, abundant in prov provision. And it makes me think of the scripture in Hebrews, I think it's in chapter 4, how he says that we approach the throne of grace with confidence. The children of God. You Again, it's about coming to him. You approach his throne with confidence to find something. Yeah. We don't go to God to give. Yeah. We go to God to receive. <clears throat> Let us therefore come, first of all, you come boldly. Yeah. The thing is that if you're going to come boldly to someone, one, you have relationship with them and access, or there's someone who has access to them that has sent you, so you're coming in their name. Yeah. Like their, a boldness comes from relationship, comes from freedom, comes from love. 
when I'm loved, I'm bold. When I'm loved, there's a boldness that, that I come with to ask for something. But also, when something has been paid for by someone, for me, if I walk into Javas, it's not because I know the owner, it's not because, you know, I have relationship with Mr. Mandela. But if I have a coupon and someone had paid for something, I walk in boldly with my yep. coupon to claim yep. what was already bought. Yep. And Jesus paid the price. I come in the name of someone who paid. The thing is, when you approach the throne of grace, First of all, it's called a throne of grace, right? Can you grace. Imagine? Yeah, it's a throne of grace. It's not a throne of judgment. It's not a throne of, of a demand. It's not a throne of condemnation. There's, there's a choice of words. You approach the throne of grace, a place of provision, a place of mercy, a place of undeserved favor, undeserved everything, but also a place of divine enabling. That I approach that throne boldly. Why? I, I can only approach boldly through Jesus Christ. Because that whole thing is talking about the priesthood of Jesus. That I approach the throne of grace with boldness. Why? Jesus paid. When I come in the name and the covering of Jesus by his grace, I am bold. When I come under my own works, or I read my Bible, mm -hmm. I've prayed so much, I've fasted, I have to keep it up and it gets tiring, child of God. If you have to keep up prayer and fasting to be able to get access, which you can't because you don't get access by the things you do. You get access by the things that Jesus did. So you approach the throne of grace with boldness, but you don't just approach it with boldness so that you can approach it with boldness. Yes. To what end? You to approach with mercy. boldness that you may obtain something. You may take something. You may take mercy, which is the cover for every failure that I'll ever have. And then also find grace, which is divine enablement and undeserved favor, <laughs> to help me in my time of need. Here's the thing I found for myself is when I start to feel distant from God is when I, I should run to him. But instead, voices of condemnation get in and they point to me. Here is the thing, the enemy will always point to your failures, your shortcomings, what you cannot do. Faith puts a demand on God. That's a statement that Apostle Moses made the other day. That faith puts a demand on God but the law puts a demand on me. Yes. Yeah. And every time there's a demand on you, you will be found wanting. So faith focuses on the object of our faith, who is Jesus Christ. And when you focus on him, you find that he is perfect, he is holy, he is loving, he is generous, and in him is access. And that he has so much, so much, so much, so much. Earlier on, Angela, you were talking about Ephesians, right? Yeah, Ephesians. 3, Ephesians 3.20. Yeah. I was talking about Ephesians 3.20 that says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, mm. abundantly, above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. Mm -hmm. First of all, he is able to do. He is able. Exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. Mm -hmm. So many times we read it and what you're thinking is he's able to do exceedingly above according to the thing I can to do. The thing that I can do. To the thing that I can do. But it's according to the power that works in us. So what does this ask of us? That we must ask according to the power that is working in us. It is working in you. So ask according to that power. That's why Philippians says, my God shall, Philippians 4, 19. 19 yeah. And my God shall supply all my need. According to what? His, His riches. riches. So ask 
according to that power. Ask according to that power that's working in us. Think and imagine according to that power. power. Because it is working. And you see that thing is that thing of relationship. Yes. When you don't know the person, you ask according to what you know. Exactly. You ask according to what you know. And so then, that's why he's asking us, come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden. Take my yoke upon you. Imagine two cows that are yoked together. together. So you're working, you're working, and he's like, no, 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 take my yoke. And give me yours. And take... So, when I think of... <laughs> If I'm being yoked onto Jesus, he's mm. doing all the work. Of course. And I'm there gliding along. My yoke is easy. My, My burden, burden is light. light. So what happens is, he's like, I'm able to do exceedingly, yes. abundantly, yes. above all you can ever ask or imagine. So what do we do? We believe that our God gives us according to how much you have prayed. So that's how far you think. Aww. So that's how far you imagine. When you're thinking of a husband, you're like, I think God is mad at me because I've had many relationships before. So let me just ask for a man with two legs. Can he wow. walk? Then I'm happy. But he's like, and bam, be good for him because he does exceedingly above. He gives Thank a man you. that also has two hands, not only two legs. <laughs> <laughs> but that first of all you have that power in you and it's working yes it's working in you it's working in you imagine superman with the ability to fly he can decide to fly up to here mm. and yet he has power working in him that can make him fly up to there mm. in fact I watched all the Superman episodes, all the different versions, all the different actors. In one of the Supermen, he discovered that he not only can fly, but he can jump like from one continent to another. You know, being able to jump from Africa to China, mm. just jump, jump, and you're there. Mm. What have we believed? Who have we? Who believed? have we believed? What do we know about that power? The same, just guys, the same power that raised Christ from the dead is giving life to your mortal body. Yeah. The same power that raised Christ from the dead is working in you and he who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us, how shall he not freely with him give us all things? There's a verse I was reading this morning and it says, the passion transition join me everyone trust only only in god every moment mm. tell him all your troubles and pour out your heart longings to him oh. believe me when i tell you he will help you then it says pause in his presence psalm 62 verse 8 mm. pause in his presence pour out your troubles tell him your heart longings because he is able because he's able but you see angela you will talk about all this power but if I don't know who you're talking about, yes. I will say, I mean, maybe that, like if you came and told me how Emma has all this, you're like, B3, you can ask Emma, he has all this money, he has these connections, I'll be like, no, I want to go through you. Yes. Because I believe that you have favor with him, 
and you have access. It doesn't matter how much. Many people who are watching right now, you believe God has power. Yes. You believe he is powerful, he is awesome. He, but you, do you believe that he is all those things for you and to you? Because oh, if you see all these things, that he's able to do all these things, but he, to, for you. Yes. He's not able to do them just, just that he, like, he's like, by the way, I'm able, but you suffer. Mm. No. He's able. And that's why that we have believed, we have known and believed the love what? that God has for us. Here's the thing. Think about the life of Jesus. I've been thinking about prayer differently. That prayer is not just some obligation that we fulfill. Yes, eh? yes. Something to tick off a panange and then you're feeling guilty about not praying. Imagine yes. if every time I saw you, Angela, I was guilty that I've not hung out with you. You're, you have such a stressful relationship. Yeah. Is that every time I see it, it's a reminder of what I've not done for you. Is that if you understood that prayer is just a place to hang out with your father, to get to know him. That if you are my father, this is prayer. This is prayer, exactly, yeah. right? This is prayer, talking, mm. hanging out, mm. chilling. Because think about it, how come you're able to hang out with the friends for hours and hours on end but with Jesus you're asking for tips on how to pray for one hour you know why there is a certain expectation and religiosity that has attacked the place of prayer because it's a place of power and intimacy yeah. it's a, pl a pl place where things are but think about the life of Jesus think of every time he was tired from a long day of ministry what did Jesus do he retreated to prayer. If it is a stressful act, why would he go there? When he was tired from a long day of prayer, he went from a long day of work, he went to pray. When in the middle of the day, when the crowds overwhelmed him, he went and he prayed. In the morning, the Bible says that he woke up a long while before dawn, as was his custom, and he spent hours in prayer. Before he had a very difficult decision to make, he spent the whole night in prayer in a place of, it looks to me like he knew that in prayer, he communed with the Father and spent time with him and received power to do whatever he needed. There was a transfer of yoke and burden and whatever. Yes. There was a transfer of weakness for strength. Even in the garden of Gethsemane when he was in doubt, he ran to God. But why is it that child of God, when you're in trouble, you run away from God? That the church us, us, we have the things we say about our father. Yes. The things we say about our father don't give people an opportunity to discover who he is. Because when I have a problem, I'll think about my father. I'll think about, oh, let me call B3. Oh, let me call my husband. Oh, and because he's there waiting. Yes. He's there waiting. He's like, <laughs> okay, B3 might give you a temporary solution. Your husband is going to rub you on the back and comfort you. But I am your solution. Like, run to me. Come to me. Come Imagine to someone me. who begs you, like, come to me. You know, like, even when our children have, have done something wrong and you have, you know, corrected them and rebuked <laughs> them. still run to you. And you actually want them to... That's why sometimes correction can be hard because you're afraid of that gap that might momentarily happen, that gap in your heart, and you're trying to let your child know, no, I actually still love you. Like, you want to hold them and yes. be like, it, it, is, it is okay and it is well, but then, you know. I have leaned on the wisdom of men, oh Lord. He has forgiven me. He's forgiven me, and I have responded to them. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of his grace and his mercy. Hey. Beware, Mr. Cheated. Yes. Vain philosophy.
those who face. What are people saying about God? What are people saying about the place of prayer? Yes. They are making it this place of transaction. Yes. And so it oh, gets no. tiresome. It's it, because it's a place of transaction. I only go there when I need something. Oh no, you know what? The picture right now, as you speak, I'm thinking about when Jesus walks into the temple and they are transacting in the temple, the place. And he says, "My house will be called the house of prayer." You've just said the word transaction, and I'm like, we've turned prayer into a space of transaction. Yeah. The very thing that Jesus hated yeah. when he found in his temple mm. that it became a place. Imagine Angela, if our relationship was about what I could get from you. <sighs> You know, anyone that sends me a message and says, how are you? When are you going to town? I only respond to the when am I going to town. Because, because you don't really know how I am. You wanted to start, you wanted to actually ask me how you're going to town. So I'll tell you how you're going to town. The how are you is just, and it's not a place of transaction. So either we start to be like, okay, if I, I, if I don't need anything, I don't need to pray. And then when you really do need something, because it's a place of transaction, you start to think, I don't have enough money yes. to go and talk to Jesus because I've not been praying. And then, then you stay away longer and longer and longer and longer and longer. The thing about faith is that faith is so dependent on love. Yes. And the thing about love, you know, in 1 John 4, 16, it talks about, and we have known and believed the love that God has for us. Yes. Again, that this is it's faith is about Jesus, friends. Go and read Hebrews 11. Faith is all about Jesus. It's not about us. It's about what He has done. It's look to me. Look what I have done. Look how much I have loved you. Come to me if you're tired. Come to me if you've done bad things. I have a throne of grace and mercy ready to be available to you when you need it. My mercies are new every morning. I do not condemn you. I draw you in. God is love, and he who abides in love abides in God and God in him. That our permanent address should be the love of God. That we refuse to leave that place. That we see ourselves yeah. as the one. So that when I go to the place, guess what? Prayer can happen anytime, anywhere in your day. Yeah. Prayer doesn't have to be 5 to 6 a.m. If the only time you talked to your, your, your closest friends was, I only talk to you 5 to 6 a.m. on after a Monday. That, we, after that, we don't talk. Then I'll do. see again again. To, if you have any problems, we don't talk. Jesus yeah. wants to instruct you throughout your day. The Holy Spirit is available. He wants to be involved in your work, in your relationships. When your heart broken, he says he is close to the brokenhearted. When you've made a mistake, he's there. He's right there with you to lift you up. He says a righteous man may fall seven times, but he rises up. He keeps, think about Peter. Jesus comes to Peter after Peter had denied him. When he rises from the dead and speaks to Peter three times, he keeps reminding him that all is well. And he actually, eventually, Peter becomes the rock on which Jesus builds his yes. church. Like the man who had fallen so far is the one who the most grace was extended to. Those are pictures of God's grace and love. That Jesus, you guys, the more we know him, and we get to know him through the word, but also through the intimacy of prayer, where you talk to him in the middle of a difficult day. When things are tight, you run to him. When you don't know what to do, you run to him. When you've made the worst mistake of your life, you run to him, not away, not away from him. Why? His yoke is easy. His burden, his, his, his burden is light. His grace is abundant. His throne is a throne of grace and mercy. Can you imagine? Why didn't you say it's a throne of power? Yeah, it's a throne great. of grace. God is, God is, God is so abundant in that. I was talking to this earlier and I was like, I'm facing a crisis. I'm facing a crisis. And there may be people like me, I use the word crisis of faith. No, I'm not. Because you're dramatic. <laughs> no, I'm not going away from God. But 
I found myself in a, in a space where I'm like, God, I've turned our relationship away into what? Wow. 1 John 4.16, and we have known and believed the love that God has for us. And so I woke up this morning and I realized that nothing of transaction. Yes. You get to a place and so you find yourself saying phrases like, but I have prayed. But is that relationship? No. My son does nothing for me. I, okay, well, he gives me hugs and kisses. <laughs> Yeah. But you know what I mean. He he doesn't wake up in the morning, clean the house, or oh, what, buy me shoes. Wow. But I love him to death. He knows my love. So I realized that I had got to a place where I'm like, okay, do I believe the love that God has for me? Yeah. And and I was thinking about like money. That do I honestly believe that if I need 20 million shillings? that I'm going to get it this afternoon? Mm. Or have I believed that I now need to first go? Eh? Mm. First add up all the good days of praying, eh? hey, all the money <laughs> that I didn't spend with him all day. Meaning, okay, maybe I'll get the 20 million in December. Wow. But is that, is that relationship? If I came to you B3, you're my friend, we've probably not even been talking yeah. for like two weeks. And I'm like, this way I need 10 million. Uh, you're, you're going to move heaven and earth to make sure that I get it. Yes. Also, I come to you because I know. That's I exactly why you would come to me. Exceedingly above all I can ask. I know. I know. I even know that I will ask you for 10 and you ask me, are you sure that's enough? Let me give you that. Mm. Eh? But do we know? <laughs> Have we turned the place of prayer into a place of transaction? Have we, have we become workers and forgotten that we are children of God? Mm. Have, we, have we forgotten that, that he died so that we could call him Abba? Abba, Father. Father. In my husband's language, is a word Abba. It's Will's father, but it's like darling. Like darling. darling. It's, not, it's not like, it's like darling, daddy. You know, such. And that's why he died, right? Yes. That he may have a relationship. That he may bring many sons, but instead we've become workers. Mm. Instead we've become workers. And so we just want to spend a few minutes right now. There's people who need to just redig your your love relationship yes. with Jesus. The wells yeah. of prayer which come from passion and love and not from a place of obligation and work. Where it's a place of just hanging out with him, praying in the spirit, laying on the floor, lifting up holy hands, loving on him right now in the car where you are, allowing tears to flow. Some of you, there's been a wall in your heart. You've been feeling guilt and condemnation and shame and you've been feeling like God is far from you because you keep, you now, you've now even had an agenda of things you're going to, I'm going to start a 90-day fast, you know, maybe to break this wall and it's okay to fast and pray but not so that God can be pleased with you. You can do that because 
because you enjoy your relationship so much that you want to even, you know, shut your body out so that you can just enjoy some more intimacy. Like how, you know, David says, my soul, my soul, my flesh cries out. My flesh longs for you. Why your body even longs for the presence of God? Doing it from that perspective, not I'm going without food so that God can do something for yes. me. Where, we've sat, where you've allowed yourself to believe that I don't think there's a man that will marry me. I really sense that there is a young woman watching who had given up on that thing when Angela mentioned it earlier. That it's actually a real thing that you had moved, you had now settled for whatever comes because you made some mistakes in your past. That you've reduced God's love and abundance to what you have done. Remember, faith puts a demand on God. The law puts a demand on you. Do not allow yourself to be under the law. Be under the love, the umbrella of, the banner of his love. His banner over you is love. He rejoices over you with singing. He is, he has, he has your name inscribed. Imagine tattooed on his hand. Your nose, you know, you can imagine. Those Angela has made those decisions. Those are big, permanent, you know, ink on your body of a name of a person. God loves you. And so we're going to spend some time right now, just wherever you are, turn up the volume of the beautiful worship that is playing. Pray in the Holy Spirit. Keep yourself in the love of God. Pray in the Holy Spirit if you don't know what to say. Allow the tears to flow if they are flowing. Allow Jesus to minister to a young man. You've been broken. There's a gentleman watching and it's financial issues. You feel like a failure a failure. You're approaching God not no longer as a beloved child and son, a, a, a wonderful son, but like a worker who has failed with a bad report bringing it to your boss. And God wants you to go back to the place of sonship. Because he loves you. He is not mad at you. He has more opportunity ahead of you, but you will not see it and therefore you will not receive it. You can only receive what you can see and believe to be available to you. Yeah. Jesus, thank you for your love. Thank you for your grace. I have made you too small in my eyes. <laughs> oh Lord, forgive me. And I have believed in a lie that you are.
someone that's taking on you're taking on um, you're taking on the responsibility for, for the for failure in your space you're taking on responsibility for failure because you know you're like yes I'm a leader everything rises and falls on leadership there's a truth in that but you believed a lie a lie and so you're beating yourself down for failure you're beating yourself down and God is saying get up get up get up get up get up he's saying stop leaning on the wisdom of men ah, Proverbs 3 verse 5 to 6 says trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path you've been thinking what do I do how do I move forward and he's saying this is the answer trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall he shall there's a confidence in that he shall direct your paths he shall direct your paths the thing that Bithri said earlier, God is saying, come to me, come to me, come to me, don't run away from me. Yes. There are a couple of people you've been staying away from your mission or community Yes. because you're like, oh gosh, this thing that I've done, God is saying, go back, go back. The enemy is hitting you there in a corner and making you think things and making you believe things. The lie is bigger than it is. He's saying, go back to MC, He's saying, go back to church. Someone specifically God is saying, please go back home. He has said it in Uganda. He says the word, Mwana wange. Come away, come. Go back home. Go back home. Your people are worried about you. They are worried, sick about you. God wants to restore you. He's saying, go back home. Go back home. In fact, where you are right now, you're watching MC Live off your phone. It's raining. You're sad. It's cold. You're thinking about home, but each time the thought comes up, there's just a, a tightness that comes up and a hardness. And you're remembering that moment when you walked out and God is saying, go back. Go back home. Go back home. Go back home. Someone has made a decision to stop. You're like, I've tried, I've tried, I've tried to have children. I've stopped. And God is telling you that you have a nation. <laughs> you have a nation. There's a prayer that you have prayed. There's a burden that you have for the country. And God is saying it's coming to pass through that child. Do not give up. Do not give up. But he's also saying stop trying. Like just now relax. Relax. But don't take the idea out of your mind. Don't be like maze. No. But he's saying stop. Stop hustling. Stop. Yeah. It's coming. Amen. There's someone who you've been fe feeling such anger. You don't even know the source of it. You're angry. You're angry. You're, you have an anger. It's not even just sadness. It's like you find yourself so angry and you don't even know what it's about. Like you don't know. And God is just saying, come to me. Come to me. Just be with him. Right now, it's lifting in the name of Jesus. Joy like a river. Joy like a river. We release it. It was paid for by the blood of Jesus. We release it to you in the name of Jesus. I see you just 
just I think you're someone who has always enjoyed prayer and worship and it's been so hard to do that go back turn up the music of worship and just be with God the wells have been unblocked receive it right now by faith receive grace to enjoy prayer grace for joy allow your allow that allow that dam to break just allow that dam to break don't worry about anyone around you i keep seeing lots of people who there is a restoration of worship and prayer going on right now a restoration people who have enjoyed a depth in prayer a depth even those who have desired it and you feel like you need to work at it receive grace grace for prayer grace for worship i see so many people i don't know why but kneeling down falling down and being in beautiful worship and surrender to God if that is you and you desire these things receive them right now because they are available you just receive how do you receive you receive you believe that that is yours you receive it and you go and take action and just receive it just yes. enjoy it and grace is all yours in Jesus name God is God is opening a, a new level of of the miraculous it's a new level of the miraculous things that we have not experienced before. Things like limbs growing back. Amen. Teeth. Someone yes. has been praying for us a new set of teeth. Teeth. Boldness going up. Stuff stuff that you don't think is possible. And here is the instruction. Someone watching today has received a crazy miracle. And you're afraid to share it on the praise and testimonies group because you're like, it's it's unexplainable. Like things, you know, stuff like you walked into your kitchen and found angels had were cleaning your kitchen. Stuff like you had one chapati on your plate, you walked away, came back, they had multiplied miracles like that. Amen. God is asking you to go and testify on the group, and you're going to. It's it, you're, 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 the, you're the person unlocking, Amen. unlocking those miracles. Amen. There's someone who, the figure that comes to my mind is 10 million shillings. You need 10 million shillings and you're about to make, like even you, there's someone, and I actually think there are many people, but there's yes. someone who wants that money and you are even considering making certain decisions which which your heart is not okay with mm. some of you it's borrowing yes. some of you it's, <laughs> it's you've been basically you're looking elsewhere apart from your father and his provision and god is saying come to me i have everything you need don't make that decision one of you even was considering you know some very bad decision like you know like sleeping with somebody to get that money because mm. there's a promise of mm. it's just one night and you'll get it don't do it don't do it. Your father is your provider. He supplies all your need. Don't get desperate. You're not desperate. You're a child of God. You're a child of God. Um, it's time to close. Yes. It's time to close. The Holy Spirit is going to continue ministering to you wherever you are. Friends, if you've been distant from your mission or community, get back in community. One of the plots of the enemy is to isolate you and separate you from family and even make you feel offended at them for nothing. If you've carried offense in any way, don't allow the enemy. You've caught him. Get into family. Get into the mission or community space. Hang out. Create time. Get data. Be there. Look out for one another. And if you want to join a mission or community, the number to call is 0775-642-449. Call that number. Send it a message. We will connect you immediately to a mission or community in your area.
Thank you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555.